Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Hey, we've got a big show tonight, got a big-time prospect, got Christian Henderson. He is a 24. He's uncommitted. He's out of Tennessee. Hey, Christian, are you here? Yes, sir. Hey, man, I'm so glad to be with you this evening. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, man? Let us know where you go to high school, what travel team you play with, GPA. And, man, how'd you get into playing baseball? Um, well, to answer the first set of questions, uh, my name's Christian, 24 class, grad class, as you said. Um, my GPA is a 4.0. Um, just been, my parents have been pushing me for my life, entire life, so I've been able to uphold it. Um, I play for Clarksville High Varsity. I was our number one pitcher last year. And then I played for the 17U Knights national team over the summer. Um, that's kind of like my travel ball team. And then how I got into baseball was when I was a kid, my parents made me try all different sports just to see kind of which one I liked the best. And for some reason, baseball just stuck with me. I was always better at that sport and being able to adapt when coming up against older boys or some challenge. Hey, man, what a great introduction. Thank you so much. So a couple questions. Let me ask you. So Clarksville High School. Clarksville is just kind of outside of uh, Nashville. It's really a suburb of Nashville. Yeah, it's about 35 minutes in, uh, northwest of Nashville. Gotcha. Going toward Kentucky. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. So let me ask you, go, going into your senior season with uh, Clarksville, how you guys feeling, man? Are you going to have a good year? Yeah, um, so we went to state last year, and we only lost uh, three people. I think we already have two people who I think can step up and fill the role. Um, but one spot is going to be a battle. It's, it's a lot of kids at that spot, and they're going to fight for it. I love it, man. And you said you were, you were essentially the Friday night pitcher. You were the number one pitcher uh, last year? Yes, sir. Gotcha. All right. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about the Knights 17U. Is it based in Tennessee? Yeah. So, it's a, so we have a couple, uh, the Knights program itself. There's one in Louisiana um, that's based out of Baton Rouge. And then there's uh, one in Nashville, which is the one I'm on. And there's one in Alabama, I believe. Gotcha. Um, so Louisiana Knights, absolutely heard of those guys. They branched out. Now they got Tennessee, Alabama as well. Gotcha. Perfect. Hey, that's a big time organization right there. They turn out a ton of athletes all the way around. And I love it, man. Your parents absolutely put you in like every sport. That's the way to do it, man. You kind of play everything and then you start just kind of figuring out where you actually belong. Yeah, that's kind of our goal. Hey, man, that's perfect. Good stuff, man. All right. So you mentioned you were the number one pitcher last year. Is that the only position that you play? And then really, you know, tell us what are your strengths in regard to pitching and maybe a couple of things you're just kind of working on. Um, yeah, so right now I am pitcher only. Um, I used to play a position, but we would do so much that it would just cause my body a lot of strain. And it's hard being a two-way player in college. 
So I just chose what I felt I was better at, which was pitching, and just decided to focus on that. Gotcha. Absolutely. All right. Well, give us some measurements, man. What's your height and weight? Uh, my height is 6'1". My weight, last time I weighed, was like uh, 190. Hey, that's outstanding, man. Everybody loves to talk about velo, so give us a little indication there. And then what are your secondaries? Um, so my fastball sits about 84 um, and then topped 88 a couple times over the summer. And then my slider is about a 73, 72 sweeper. And then my changeup is about a 78 to 79. Um, I'm working on a two-seam right now. Hopefully I can get that up to maybe 82, 83 by the time fall comes around. Um, and then my curveball is just a uh, 12-6. Uh, I think that one's at like 71 to 69. All right, outstanding. Full compliment right there. What's your go-to pitch? What is like your favorite? You got the most confidence in. You got to have it. What do you go to? My sli- my sleeping sli- slider. Um, oh. It worked for me my entire year. No one was able to touch it as long as I was able to locate it, which I was because I always had a feel for that pitch. It was just always good. Nice, man. I love it. Outstanding. And, and so you had a good summer? Yeah, I had a great summer with baseball. Fantastic, man. Hey, everybody that's joining, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate it. If you got in late, don't worry about it. We record this space. We're going to retweet it out later. We are talking with Christian Henderson tonight. He's out of Tennessee. He's a 24, and he's a right-handed pitcher. So let me ask you something, Christian. I mean, you played a bunch of sports, obviously. Now you're playing at a really high level. What is it that you do to stay motivated to kind of keep pushing yourself? Well, um, how I stay motivated is by focusing on improving myself, which if I I work on myself and work on my set of skills, it will uh, return, make the team better, and I can – um, add on to the talent that's there and be able to use my set of skills to help the team. Makes sense. Absolutely. I can appreciate that. Hey, I have to think too, all the baseball that you've been playing, all the sports you were playing up until you just really focused on baseball. I know that you've had some memorable moments, really some big achievements. If you could kind of narrow it down to just one thing in particular, what would it be? And then just give us a sense. What'd you learn from it? Probably if I can take one thing, it's probably me throwing a shout-out for states in Tennessee. Um, and the one thing I took out of it is that, A, I have to always trust my defense because they were making plays for me, and B, as long as I compete and throw strikes and locate, we it, it, it's game. As long as my offense can back you up, it's not that uh, easy to get on base. And even if you do get on base, it's hard to score. Man, I love that confidence right there. And to have the confidence in your defense. I mean, that's what it's all about. So that was a big game in the States. And I think you mentioned earlier, obviously, you, you guys made it pretty far. How far did you get? Uh, I think we made the top 12 in the state uh, because we made it past the first round of eliminations, which knocked out the first four, I believe. Gotcha. What round did you throw that shutout? Uh, the very first one. I, I was – the I pitched the very first game because my coach wanted to be in the winner's bracket, bracket. so he threw me first game. Uh, we won that game. Uh, we was 10 to 0 or 11. <laughs> I love it, man. Con- I tell you what, it sounds like the coach has a lot of confidence in you. How long has so, he been there? Um, I believe he is, has been coaching around five years for Clarksville, and I know he has an additional four to six years at Austin Peay. 
um, which is the college in Clarksville. Uh, and then I believe he has two more years uh, of different college coaching. Man, that's fantastic. Well-rounded. Austin Peay's got a great reputation. Yeah, it was definitely him coming from uh, Austin Peay. He definitely took all the knowledge with him and showed us how to be able to work out and be able to improve ourselves at a college level and get us kind of used to what college's practices can be like. Man, that's outstanding. That's the kind of uh, that's the kind of coach that you really need at this level to kind of give you a sense of what it's going to be like in your future, man. I love that. What's his name? Uh, Brian Hetland. Hey, let me ask you something. When you were introducing yourself, you jumped right out there and said, hey, man, your parents always kind of pushed you. And as a result of that, you've got a 4.0 GPA, man. That's fantastic. A lot of work and effort went into getting that 4.0. But you know what? A lot of work and effort also went into you developing the skill that you have as being a pitcher. So how do you balance those two and still be successful? It's I balance them by just having a dedicated time of, okay, this is schoolwork. This is baseball. Um, I need to work out. So I'll, I'll, if I need to work out, I will wrap my schedule around it. Um, if not, I, I, and we're driving somewhere, my parents need to drive somewhere, I'll do my homework in the car. Or I usually do my homework if we have a free period or in the car in the morning before school. Man, that's a lot of time management going on right there. Let me ask you something. For your senior year, are you scheduling like a seventh period or a sixth period, whatever it would be? Is that kind of your baseball period? Is that going to kind of hit? Yes, our seventh period is our – it's called sports PE. Um, And after sixth period ends, you just walk out to the baseball field and you start working out. I love it. That's the way to do it, man. That's ideal. So let me ask you something. You were kind of touching a little bit on your high school coach, but have there really been any particular players or coaches that have been very influential in your development? Yeah, I think the biggest influence in my life uh, for development has been my dad. Um, He's always been coaching me since I was little. Um, He would always read me like a book. He knew me better than I did at that time, and he would always be able to help me and be able to show me what I did wrong and help fix it. So, I mean, I kind of use him as my guide. Like, he sees something, he'll lay it, and I'll try it. And if it works, I'll give him feedback again. Hey, man, I love that. I got to tell you, one of the reasons I love that so much, I'm a dad. And that's the kind of thing that parents and dads in particular love to hear, man. That was so mature of you to reach out and really just kind of give the recognition of somebody that obviously means a lot in your life, but he's also really helped to push your development as well. I mean, that's huge. I love that. It was an awesome answer. Thank you so much, Christian. Definitely appreciate that for sure, man. So, all right. So we've touched a little bit on the 4.0. We've touched a little bit on um, your time management. You're, you're already kind of addressing a lot of the time that you're spending, you know, working out you've got your six period kind of lined up already where you're going to be walking out onto the field be able to keep working out so it, it all that kind of leads up to how in the world or what is it that you do to kind of mentally prepare yourself you know for a game it always kind of blows me away i mean how do you just walk out on the field kind of flip that switch and you're in game mode is it pre-game rituals that you have or do you have like a really specific routine that you like to go through? 
I mean, yeah, uh, I feel like pitchers are definitely the most uh, ritualistic when it comes to following a routine and being able to do the same thing on repeat. Uh, for me, I like to listen in, uh, to music in the locker room beforehand um, while the field's getting prepped and all that. And then catch play, it's very relaxed. Um, sometimes uh, I can goof off during catch or I'll have some laughs here and there. But as soon as I go to throw my bullpen, I lock in. That's 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 my spot to lock in because I know that after that it's game time. Um, and I, uh, my biggest thing for when I'm going into pitching a game is controlling my adrenaline. Because um, when I do lose control, it's because my adrenaline's high, and I usually just do uh, a breathing routine that I made for myself on the mound where I just take a quick walk around it and be able to reset my adrenaline so I can go back and just hammer the strike zone man i love it a lot of good things you touched on right there all right i gotta know so what kind of music do you generally what's your go-to music um definitely it just depends on the mood uh it can be from country to pop to rap um and just kind of all varieties i think the two biggest one is definitely gonna be country and rap um gets the team hype uh, at least rap does, and then country, it's a 50-50. Some people like to listen to it before games, some don't. It's a personal opinion. So we try to limit uh, all that and kind of see what everyone else likes too, so it's not just like uh, very one-sided. Okay, gotcha for sure. All right, I love it. You know, when you're not pitching and you're out and, and you're just kind of throwing, I'm sure you're absolutely loose and you're just kind of enjoying the moment. But you really touched on when it is your night and you jump in the bullpen, you lock in. What I mean, what does that mean? How do you lock in? So when I lock in, I imagine myself thrown to a batter as I'm warming up. And the bullpen for me is my feel time. So what I try to do in the bullpen is feel my mechanics and feel the pitch grip and how I'm throwing it and be, be able to make adjustments if it feels off or stretch more at that spot if I need to. Um, and if not, then I kind of just kind of reset and breathe and then come back to it if I'm struggling. And then I refocus, and instead of imagining a batter, I imagine a strike zone and being able to target that strike zone. Wow, man. Again, very, very mature, very professional approach you've got going i mean you're you're in tune with your body you're feeling what's going on i love that and i love kind of moving from the batter kind of visualizing a batter to just visualizing a strike zone but let me ask you do, does uh do, do you guys do any scouting at all i mean are you prepared for who you're going to be facing oh yeah our uh, head coach and assistants love to because uh, my coach has been Hetland has been coaching for so long. He has a lot of uh, connections. So coaches definitely talk to one another. Um, game changer is also a big, big thing um, with the, you being able to see uh, what the other pers- other team has been doing, their record, who they won against, who threw, um, being able to just kind of mark that stuff down. Because a lot of the time, our biggest struggle is hitting. And so what my coach started doing was looking at, all right, who's our number one guy? Who's the number two guy? Who's the reliever? How can we work around this guy and be able to target his weaknesses? 
Good stuff, man. All the way around. I love the coach, man. I love the approach that you're taking as well. Makes a ton of sense. Last thing I want to ask you about is the adrenaline piece. And I think you're really hitting on something that happens to a lot of kids as they kind of move along. That adrenaline is really what makes the game speed up. And that's and you don't want that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I think you made a great comment. The way you control that is through some breathing exercises, some breathing routines that you have, so forth. Talk to us about that. Where did that come from? How did you get into it? And, and how do you know to go to it? Um, so it came from a, uh, when I was maybe a year or two ago, when my adrenaline would spike as I was pitching, I would get very inaccurate. And so I told my dad about this and he kind of suggested, Hey, just do a quick breath and just kind of imagine yourself resetting. And so when I tried it out and it worked really well, I was like, Oh, okay. This is actually something that can, um, benefit me in the longer run and I can learn, uh, different techniques and then different breathing, um, I wouldn't say styles, but kind of like a whole breath or uh, quick breaths, any of that stuff to be able to just kind of change the pace and slow the game back down for me. Man, that's awesome. Those good old dads once again, man. Thank you so much, man. Again, I love going through all of this. That was a fantastic answer all the way around to how it is that you're really getting ready for baseball games and what you're doing when you're in the moment as well. Hey, again, everybody that's joining, thank you so much for being here. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we do record this space and we record it so that we can retweet it, but we also record it because we turn it into a podcast. And the podcast is now D1 Speaks. And I got to tell you, it's really kind of blown up just a little bit. I mean, it's very, very popular. There are a lot of coaches out there that are subscribing and listening. And one of the big things that they really enjoy from the feedback that I'm getting is, hey, man, when they go out to scout a kid or a, a young man, they know that that guy can already play baseball. They're not concerned about that. The thing that they're really interested in is what's their makeup all about? What kind of teammate are they? How do they perform in the classroom? How do they perform in the community? And this environment has really given guys like Christian an opportunity to say, hey, this is who I am and this is how I handle my business. You know, here's somebody with a 4.0 GPA. You're not going to have to worry about me. And then you start listening to the way Christian is just answering question after question after question. This is a very mature person. He's, he's already kind of got his act together. He's got great support around him. He's got a tremendous, you know, pitching ability already. He has got his future right in front of him. And this type of environment just really gives coaches a sense of confidence that, you know what, not only is Christian in this particular case a, a really good pitcher and a really good athlete, he's really just a good person, a good human. He is somebody that's going to take care of his business off the field so that when we get on the field as a team, we can concentrate on winning. So, I say all that because, hey, if you're interested in this and this is the type of uh, environment that you like to listen to, go out and find us. We're on every platform that's out there from Apple, YouTube, Google, Spotify, you name it, all the smaller independents. We're everywhere. Whatever you listen to a podcast, go out and find us, subscribe and uh, start listening. Hey, Christian, let me ask you something, you know. As you're really rolling into your senior season, just kind of give us a sense of what your goals are with baseball. You know, short term, what is it that you really want to accomplish? It doesn't have to be team wise, just kind of individually. What is it that you'd like to accomplish over this next year? And then where do you see yourself over the next two to five years? 
Um, over this next year, I would like to see myself increase velo, as that's always one something you're striving for as a pitcher and something that will add to your arsenal. Um, it's just pitch differentials of speed, and that will cause the hitter to be unbalanced. Um, and then kind of the two to five years, I would I am trying to play at next level right now, college ball, um, whether it be D1, D2, or D3, or even JUCO. Um, just kind of give myself and put my name out there and make myself known so that way it may keep the interest of a scout or an MLB scout, and they may hit on my coach or come to a game and be able to talk and be like, hey, I'm uh, scouting this dude. Um, how is he in the locker room or any of that stuff? And which – I'm trying to go further, so I would love to be able to talk to the recruiter myself, but that's not always the case. And so if you're nice to your coach and you are almost best friends with your coach to the point of, like, he knows you, he knows how you act, he knows you're good in school, knows all this stuff about you, he can basically give you your words to the recruiter, even though you're not there, because he's going to say what you wanted to say. Yeah, no doubt. You, I tell you what, that's the key. One of the biggest keys in recruiting after you get past the ability piece is really having somebody else speak for you on, on your behalf that coaches absolutely trust. I think you're kind of hitting on it. So let me ask you on the, over, over the next year, wanting to increase your velo. I mean, you're already kind of topping out 88 or so, 88, 89. I mean, you're getting after it. That's fantastic coming out of your junior season. What is it that you're necessarily doing to increase that velo, you hit in the weight rooms. Is it bands? Is it long toss? Are you working specifically with a pitching coach? I mean, what is it that you're doing that's going to increase your your velocity? Um, yeah, so I've been working with a pitching coach for uh, probably about just over a month, and we realized that my flexibility wasn't great, all that great. So we've been put on a plan where it's uh, weight room stretching and throwing. Um, and stretching being the biggest, weight room second, and then throwing the third because stretching, the more mobility a pitcher can have, the better. Um, and then you want your weightlifting as strength uh, to be able to – your body to handle more stress and be able to ha- uh, handle and recover without being able to get injured. And then throwing is we want to keep throwing. You want to keep feeling for everything, and you want to be able to repeat – from last year or just repeat from the summer and be able to keep going and just keep the train rolling. Heck yeah, man. I tell you what, Christian, I can understand why you have a 4.0 GPA, man. You're a smart kid. There's no question about it, man. You've only been doing this for, you've been working with this pitching coach for the last year and I'm sitting here listening to you like you're an authority, man. You're absolutely soaking up what he's talking about and understand it. And you're able to regurgitate it. So let me ask you something. Who, who is this pitching coach? What's his name, and how'd you find him? Um, his name is Jared. Uh, he is the single-A pitching coach for the Twins, and he just started this program, and he saw my Twitter, and I reached out to him and being like, hey, um, if you're a pitching coach, do you have any programs that may benefit me? And then I gave him a list of all my statistics, so he could kind of go in, review, and be like, yeah, I can help you with this, this, and this, um, and we'll create this program for it so you can better yourself moving on. Man, that's awesome stuff right there. And congratulations on your initiative to get better, to go out and find him 
and, and not be intimidated to ask for help and say, Hey, I just want to get better. I love that, man. That's, that's how you get better. So is, is he in Clarksville or Nashville or is he just somewhere else and you're doing this remotely? Uh, we're doing this remotely. Uh, he has a Google drive that has sheets that has my program on it that I just follow, um, weekly. And then if there's games or anything like that, I, uh, talk to him, give him feedback about the program too. And we change things if necessary. And we adapt our program to be able to fit it or change to it. And we just want to be able to better myself moving forward and be able to adjust the program. So that way it's not like leg day uh, Monday and then I'm hitting it again Wednesday when I need that break um, because I had a game Tuesday per se or something like that. Gotcha, man. I love it. That is fantastic. You're really surrounding yourself with good people, knowledgeable people, man. That is awesome. Thank you so much for walking through that. So the other thing that, you know, we start talking about at goals. I love your answer, man. I want to get to the next level. D1, D2, D3, JUCO. That is a great attitude, especially in today's market, you know, with the transfer portal and NIL. I mean, it's kind of a whole new ball game. And I love that you're sincerely saying I'm looking at an opportunity just kind of at the next level. That's smart. So talk to us just a little bit about your recruiting process, kind of what's been going on, where you are, any, and you don't have to name schools or coaches, certainly, but have you had an opportunity to, to maybe reach out or somebody's reached out to you or are you just going to camps or are you sending emails? Just kind of, where are you right now? Um, yeah. So the, Recruiting process for me has been very chaotic because the transfer portal for recruiting has made it very difficult because a lot of the coaches can just kind of draft out of the uh, portal, which causes a lot of headache for us because they'd rather take someone with the experience and older and more mature body than the incoming out of high school. And um, But in that sense, we have been emailing, texting, DMing coaches, going to camps if uh, certain college coaches interested, um, and just kind of doing as much as we can um, on the aspect of being able to reach out and try and get a response. Yep. I hear you, man. It's a whole new world. There's no question about it. And, and, and you know what? It can be a little frustrating. And you got to keep in mind as you're sending out your communications, it's usually just a coach and another couple of assistants. Most of the coaches don't have big budgets and it's very difficult for them to kind of reach back out on a timely manner. So you, a lot of times you're just kind of sitting here wondering, <laughs> wow, did anybody even get anything? Do I even know anything? And so I think one of the big keys, obviously, that you have in your corner is your high school coach, Coach Hine. I think that's going to help you in the, uh, the context that he has, by all means. You need that advocate that's a little bit on your side. You're hitting on it with the transfer portal. I mean, there is no question about it. I mean, it has changed the game. I know personally, you know, if I was a P5 coach, I'm, I am looking at the transfer portal as my recruiting field from this point forward because I'm looking for guys that have experience, that have a tr proven track record. You know, the game for recruiting has changed a little bit. It doesn't mean that there's not opportunities. I think there's a ton of opportunities. You've got mid-majors, all the D2s. You've got JUCO, which is phenomenal opportunity in, in, in my eyes. I think you kind of keep all the leverage on your side. You get to play two seasons. You got unlimited 
uh, scholarship money. You got lower tuition rates. The the cost of living is your is your if you living on campus is, is uh, less expensive as well. I think JUCO just really offers a lot of opportunities. But I think everything that you're doing, Christian, is just kind of keeping it out there in front of you. Whatever comes, I think you're open to all of it. I think that's a great that's a great way to be looking at it, man. Again, super impressed with your maturity all the way around. Hey, let, and, and I got to tell you, man, I really kind of enjoyed this evening. Didn't know necessarily what to expect. Anybody that's uh, listening, we always do this live. Christian and I, we do not know each other. It's an opportunity really for him to kind of express, hey, here's my athletic ability and here's my academic ability. And it's, it's just kind of my opportunity to get to know him as well. So everything you're hearing, none of this is rehearsed. It just kind of rolls out here as we go through it. And this has been a fantastic night. I've really enjoyed getting to know you, Christian. And, and one of the things that I always kind of like to end with is just kind of paying it forward, so to speak. You know, as you, if you had the opportunity maybe to help a, a younger generation, maybe somebody that's just finishing up middle school, you know, they're pretty good baseball players. They're getting ready to come into high school themselves, and they want to be successful for a long time. And you kind of look back over the last two or three years you were in high school, you know, what kind of advice would you give him to help him to be really successful for as long as he can be? Well, I would probably say um, let's start with travel ball for that younger guy is enjoy the traveling, um, go do stuff when you travel, enjoy your time, make memories as long as you can um, because four years and that's gone and, and now you're in college working every day summer and winter spring and summer so it's not you don't get a day off where you can travel like that um so i think that's a really good idea when you're on jv for either your first year second year or you don't even and you're just younger is make mistakes work hard and always learn uh something from your mistakes and take something from every game Man, that is really good advice right there. Not to be afraid of making mistakes. And I got to tell you, Christian, you probably have been around some pretty good coaches if that's the advice that you're passing down. And I kind of even think about um, the way you were uh, controlling your adrenaline. You made the comment that your dad approached you about the breathing. And one of the things that you said was, you know, I've looked at different breathing techniques to kind of figure out what feels right. And I think that's really one of the keys to being successful. You cannot be afraid of making a mistake. Nobody's going to be perfect. And if you're really going to keep pushing yourself, sometimes you got to be a little uncomfortable in the situation that you're in and not afraid that you're going to screw up because it doesn't matter if you screw up. It's that learning opportunity so that the next time you go out, you really figured out how to react to it. I got to tell you, man. Christian, you are really, really a mature young man. You are doing a fantastic job. I mean, when I look at the results that you've got in your classroom and, you know, from the 4.0 to really the philosophy that you have in, in improving athletically, I mean, you just really have absolutely surrounded yourself with good people. you got a great support system. You've mentioned your dad several times. I mean, you, you think about the high school coach, think about your batting coach, the experience your bat, I mean, your uh, pitching coach has with the twins. I mean, you are really, really setting yourself up for success. I think that you've got a tremendously bright future ahead of you. There's no question in my mind here over the next year 
a lot less than a year, but over the next so many months, you and your parents would probably have to make some serious decisions as to where you're going to spend the next four years of your life. And that's exciting, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Absolutely. And again, I've really enjoyed this evening. And I'll tell you, um, tomorrow night, just as a heads up, we are going to take off tomorrow night. I've got something that, that's kind of keeping me away from doing our, our normal routine, but we're going to be back on Wednesday. And on Wednesday, we've got a special night. I'd really ask you all to tune in. We've got Margaret Downs. Margaret is a dietitian, and she really, you know, one of the companies that she represents is My Sports Dietitian. And she has, you know, she's got an athletic background. She went through college, you know, Western Carolina, where she participated in volleyball. And she's kind of taking it a step farther to figure out what kind of diets should athlete, young athletes be uh, um, aware of. And so she's going to come on and she's going to really kind of impress upon us what it is that you guys should be eating. And one of the big things that she's going to talk about is travel. When you're in tournaments and situations where you're playing multiple games each day, maybe three or four days in a row, and those games are kind of spread out where they're not necessarily always back-to-back, what should you be packing and what should you be eating and how can you kind of take care of yourself really to make yourself better? So I would say, hey, on Wednesday night, tune back in at 9 o'clock. Christian, again, thank you so much for being here. I hope this has really been a good experience for you and, and that you've enjoyed it. Oh, definitely. It was very fun to do this, and I would 100% do it again. Hey, man, thank you so much. That really makes me happy to hear you say that. Hey, everybody that joined, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting uh, Now D1, and thank you for supporting Christian as well. We're going to end it here for tonight, though, so good night. Good night. Thank you for having me. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution. Trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.